but should you get them spayed at all what's the risks we always worry about anesthetic risks and it's certainly true that it's not a risk-free procedure there's very few things in life um, that are completely free of risk when we need to make a big decision but there really are three big reasons and benefits for spaying a dog and they're really preventing pregnancy preventing a pyometra and reducing breast cancer risk Whether to spay your dog or not is a decision that every owner of a female dog is going to have to make. And if you've got an older dog that isn't spayed, then you might be wondering whether it's actually too late, whether there still are any benefits and whether the risks are just too high to consider getting them the surgery now. Well, today I'm discussing this exact question. Welcome to Call the Vet, the show that answers all your dog and cat questions so they can live healthier, happier lives. And here's your host, veterinarian, Dr. Alex Avery. Hello there and welcome to episode number 55 of the Call the Vet show. So I'm veterinarian Dr. Alex, if we've not met before, and I'm the founder of OurPetsHealth.com and also the host of this podcast where I answer any questions you have about your dog or your cat, how to best look after them, what to do if they're unwell, anything to do with their health, you just need to head over to callthevet.org and submit your question and I could be answering it on an upcoming show. And spaying a dog is a really common question that I get asked. It's something that every dog owner or certainly every female dog owner needs to consider and there are definitely some things that you need to be thinking about. It is though, or this question certainly, is one of the cornerstones of having a pet who's as healthy as possible. Now, if you want to learn more about the other in issues that I consider to be the cornerstones of having a healthy pet and some of the things that you can do to make sure that your dog is as happy and healthy as possible, you can download my free guide. Just simply head over to ourpetshealth.com slash guide, and I'll leave the link in the show notes for this episode as well. And you can get that free guide that takes you through a number of other really actionable steps that you can take to keep your dog as healthy as possible, which is clearly much better than reacting to diseases that could potentially have been prevented. So with that out of the way, let's jump into today's question. And today's question was sent in by Katie, who wrote, my seven-year-old Whippet has started to have what we think is phantom pregnancies. The reason why we're not 100% sure, because it happens about two weeks after her season, which the vet has said um, usually happens about eight weeks after a season. So her last season, um, from the one that she's just had, she went fussy with her food about two weeks later, and that that, that lasted for about three weeks. And then she went back to being normal for about five weeks and then started to produce milk, but not a lot of it. Apart from the milk and her being fussy, she's absolutely healthy. She's wanting to walk. She's not drinking loads. She's not got running poos or anything like that. So now Katie's dog, she's just had another season about four weeks ago and it looks like it's happening again. She's been back to the vets and they have suggested spaying her. But I worry with her being seven that it's too old. Now, phantom pregnancy is a pretty common problem and I certainly see it very regularly. It happens because the hormonal changes that go on within a female dog after they've been on heat, after they've had their season, is actually really 
very similar regardless of whether they're pregnant or not. And so sometimes the body is effectively tricked into believing it's pregnant and yeah, they develop the signs of pregnancy. So that can be weight gain. Often it's mammary development. They can develop, they can start producing milk and sometimes they can actually start producing an awful lot of milk. They can also become behaviorally different. So they might go off their food. They might start guarding toys. They might start nesting behavior. And and occasionally they can become quite aggressive even, although that's thankfully not a very common problem with phantom pregnancy. So it certainly sounds like Katie's dog, you know, is is having a phantom pregnancy again. And in a dog who has had one previous phantom pregnancy, they typically will experience another phantom pregnancy every single season that they then go on to have. Now, the timing of a phantom pregnancy after heat, you know, it is typically uh, kind of two months or so a little bit more a little bit longer but it can really vary between dogs so you know what's as with most things what happens with one dog it might be slightly different with another so yeah it absolutely could be going on a little bit earlier in Katie's dog and unfortunately they do also typically become more pronounced each time so the first time it happens you might get a little bit of mammary development not much else the next time you might start getting milk production the next time you might start getting nesting behavior for example and an awful lot more milk production so they do tend to become more pronounced each time and so it's quite sensible I think this uh, suggestion to get her spayed now apart from spaying there are ways that we can treat phantom pregnancy if it is happening at that time we actually often don't actually need to really give them pharmaceutical treatment. So there are different drugs that we can give. There are different hormonal drugs that we can give that will certainly dry up their milk, which will bring them out of phantom pregnancy. Often that's not needed. It all depends on the severity of the case, of course, and how quickly we actually want to uh, kind of put it to an end. Um, But really it will often sort itself out with any intervention. Typically it lasts for a couple of weeks often less and then by itself it sorts itself out and we don't need to do anything else now if you do want to help this resolution take place faster then there are a number of things you can do you can increase their exercise levels to increase the amount of energy the rest of the body needs you can reduce their food intake a little bit as well and that can really help and one thing that I, I should mention that you you might read about, you can potentially reduce their water intake if they're producing a lot of milk, but I would really caution you against doing anything like that because it would be potentially easy to take that a step too far and lead to a dog who is becoming really dehydrated and sick. So I really wouldn't recommend that unless your vet gives you specific advice to do that. But it is something that you might read if you're Googling online, kind of one of the potential many dangerous things that you can read online but really if you increase their exercise you reduce their food a little bit it will sort itself out a little bit faster like I say there are drugs that we can use um, but typically we don't need to use them which is great now as for spaying an older dog and spaying an older dog who's got phantom pregnancy we don't tend to like to spay while they're having a phantom pregnancy there's a number of reasons for this the first is that often it's quite soon after their season so the uterus will be more engorged it'll be larger there'll be more blood there Uh, and so the surgery will be a little bit more risky now it's still not going to be really risky Um, it's still a pretty low risk procedure although the complications if they do happen can be pretty serious but what can also happen is you can end up in a situation where that phantom pregnancy is maintained potentially permanently for but for a long period of time or they then need hormonal treatment which can then 
bring them out of that phantom pregnancy but that can make things a little bit more complicated and a little bit more tricky so typically what we'll do is we'll leave it until they uh, are completely out of that phantom pregnancy and they've not been producing any milk their mammary uh, glands have gone down uh, and that's been for kind of a couple weeks maybe a month so that'll typically be about four months five months maybe after they've had their season you know seasons again the interval between seasons is different between dogs um, but typically it's about six months if you've got an older dog they do tend to be quite routine so you'll know kind of how often your dog tends to come into heat um, and so you'll be able to make that judgment but as long as you're getting in there before they come onto their, their next heat then that's going to be the ideal time to get them spayed but should you get them spayed at all what's the risks we always worry about anesthetic risks and it's certainly true that it's not a risk-free procedure. There's very few things in life um, that are completely free of risk when we need to make a big decision. But there really are three big reasons and benefits for spaying a dog. And they're really preventing pregnancy, preventing a pyometra and reducing breast cancer risk and mammary tumours in dogs. So of those three reasons, well, the prevention of pregnancy is still relevant in an older dog. Prevention of pyometria is absolutely uh, relevant in an older dog. About one in four dogs, uh, female dogs over the age of 10 will develop a pyometria. And if you don't know, a pyometria is an infection of the uterus of a female dog. But it's not an infection like any other where you just give some antibiotics, it clears up and you don't need to worry this uh, can basically the uterus becomes a big balloon full of pus it releases a lot of toxins into the blood antibiotics don't penetrate into that pus so they're kind of almost next to useless and ultimately a dog can become very sick very quickly it can definitely kill them um, and it will kill them if it's left untreated and treatment for pyometra generally involves emergency surgery so you remove that uh, kind of balloon of pus from their yeah from their abdomen um, and that is clearly going to have a little bit of a bigger risk to it than just a routine spay procedure so the other benefit of spaying a dog is reducing breast cancer risks now this is less clear cut for an older dog so we tend to think that we get massive reductions in mammary cancer risk in younger dogs if we're doing it before certainly before that third season the earlier we do it the better but it's certainly true or it seems to be true that if a dog is spayed within two years of developing mammary cancer, um, then their risk of dying from that disease is reduced. So there's still going to be a benefit from a reduction in mammary gland cancer in an older dog, although it's not certainly not as pronounced as having a younger dog spayed. Now, that's the benefits but what about the risks of spaying an older dog well we've already talked about the surgery risk and the anesthetic risk that's also going to depend on the health of your older dog so if you've got an older dog who's got kidney disease who's got heart failure they may have some other conditions that make them a higher anesthetic risk and a higher surgery risk and that's definitely going to be something to talk to your vet about but there are also potential side effects from being spayed apart from the surgery now there are some potential risks depending on breed. If they're spayed, certainly we know before 12 months of age, then this includes things like cruciate ligament disease. So that's a ligament within the knee that can um, rupture and, and ultimately need an expensive surgery. Um, bone cancer risk. And there's numerous other um, different risks to spaying a dog, certainly spaying a large breed dog before 12 months of age. But there doesn't seem to be any risk or certainly none that are known 
proven risks in spaying a female dog that's older than this. So certainly if you're thinking of spaying an older dog, you know, one who's seven in Katie's case, then there's not really going to be any side effects from that surgery apart from the actual surgery and anaesthetic itself. Now, that might all sound really confusing to you and apologies if I end up making you ask more questions uh, than answers but I've got a couple of other articles that really deep dive into all of these topics so certainly if you've got a younger dog and you're wondering when the best time to spay them in I've got a really comprehensive review of that if you want to learn more about uh, treating phantom pregnancy and phantom pregnancy as a whole then I've got another really in-depth article about that if you head over to the show notes I'll leave links there as well Get your questions answered at callthevet.org. So that's it for this episode of the show. Like I said at the beginning, spaying your dog is a really important decision to make. I, I certainly believe in the vast majority of the cases, it's going to be the best decision that you can make to really optimize your female dog's health. Like I say as well, head over to the show notes for links to those articles and you could head over to ourpetshealth.com slash pet care guide to get my free five-step guide that gives you actionable steps that you can take to help optimise your health to prevent some of the most common diseases that they are going to come across. But until next time, take care out there. I'm Dr Alex. This is the Call the Vet show and I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Call the Vet Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode of the show that answers all of your pet questions.